Hi, welcome to Winning Edge Talks. I am Vishwanath from Winning Edge Consulting. I am a counselor and a performance psychologist. I specialize in sports psychology. Today, I am going to speak on the need for professional help to combat mental health issues. The question is, does everyone need counseling at any point of time in their lives? If you ask a group of people if they needed counseling at any time, the answer would be a mixed response. It would be a yes or a no. Some might say they went through problems with depression, health issues, joblessness, loss of confidence, financial distress and many other things. Either they would say they sought professional help or they would resolve it themselves with a strong support system. A very small percentage of people would say they are mentally strong and never needed counseling or anything of that sort. Though the tough people would endorse to the statement tough times don't last but tough people do history has shown that even the toughest ones were tested by bad times it is in these situations the problems look so big and appear insurmountable that it threatens to engulf the person Mental distress can bring down a person and make him dysfunction. He would lose his enthusiasm, free spirit, self-confidence and motivation. He or she may stop interacting with people and socializing with them. And even the most uh, simplest mundane task would look threatening and challenging to them. A large section of the population, especially in India, still hesitate to open out with their issues. That is causing them mental distress. This, there is still a stigma attached to counseling and professional mental health assistance. The modern times has seen joint families and group living giving way to isolated nuclear families. A nuclear family may consist of a couple and their two children. Each one of them may be busy with their own activity and household chores. They hardly give each other the needed time. The advent of TV and internet has worsened the situation. This results in loneliness and isolation. You might have seen the scenario of each one living inside their own room and being to themselves and when they come down to the living room, they are again with their cell phones and even at the dining table, each one is busy with their cell phone. What a pathetic state of affair. The World Health Organization has declared 
that the biggest epidemic of this century would be loneliness and stress. Stress is most com common these days. Everyone is under stress from a child to the elderly. Students are under stress, unable to meet the growing demands of education. The youth are under stress to find suitable jobs that would do justice to their qualification. Adults are stressed due to logistics, long hours of work, work demands, targets, appraisals, pink slips, job insecurity and amongst other things. The elderly are affected by their sinking health and rising cost of medical treatment. This was not the case earlier during joint family and group living setup. There was a time when there was a lot of psychological support and caregiving to one another those days. Though the terms counseling and professional mental health support was alien those days, it was already in practice in a unique way. Have you not heard of a local herdsman, a panchayat leader, the postman, the local schoolmaster or the grandfather in the family who is listened to the woes of the people patiently and gave them their wise counsel. People were eager to open up before them. Even now we can find counsellors amongst us if we care to look around. You may have noticed that people love to pour their hearts out before certain individuals. These are the genuinely concerned beings before whom possess listening skills. They listen without interrupting to what is being said. They are not eager to give free advice. They are not judgmental with whatever is being shared. They are very empathetic to what the person is going through. They meet eye to eye when something is being shared and give the, the person who is in distress positive strokes. They nod their head from time to time Proving that they understand the issue that's being shared. Mental health issues were always kept under wraps and the victim suffered silently. There was another reason why people never used to open up freely. It was for the fear of being stigmatized. They were afraid that the information that was shared would be spread around and uh, gossip freely. They used to be embarrassed and felt shameful to speak about their mind and what was, their what was bothering them. Even celebrities and actors and elite sports persons go through a lot of stress and mental health issues. Only recently, 
the Bollywood Queen of India, Deepika, Deepika Padukone, opened up with her bout with depression. Now she is the ambassador for the movement for mental health awareness and treatment in India. She speaks on the occasion of World Mental Health Day every year. Of late, we have been hearing of elite cricketers coming out to share about their battle with mental health issues. Virat Kohli has admitted he went through a low phase himself, uh, maybe during 2013-14. Australian cricketer Glenn Maxwell, Nick Madison, Will Pukowski have opened up about their struggles with mental health. David Miller, the South African cricketer, has advised players to come out and express themselves. English batsman Prescottic had to abandon a tour midway due to the psychological issues and the crisis he was going through. So, don't be hesitant to come out with your mental health issues and seek professional help. Next time you find yourself worried, depressed and you feel you may have lost control of your life, you are having problems with relationships, you are taken to addiction, substance abuse or alcoholism, you may be addicted to pornography, you may be feeling frustrated with life and even contemplating suicide, then don't bottle up with your problems that may lead to irreversible mental illness later on. Seek the help of a counsellor or a psychologist. Best of luck.